There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as otherworldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the psychic scoop. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to Psychic Scoop. I'm your host, Steffi, aka Spirit Sis. I am an evidential psychic medium, professional astrologer, and intuition teacher here to talk woo-woo with you, you. Oh gosh. Okay. That was a little corny, but you know how I do. I do something different every time and that one might have landed or you might have cringed, but stick around. I promise it gets better. Today, I am going to answer your astrocartography questions. If you've been a fan of the show for a while or a client of mine, you know that astrocartography is something that I am obsessed with. It's a modality that mixes astrology and cartography to basically give you the best places in the world that align with your purpose and your path. Now, if this is a new concept to you and you're like, what the heck are you talking about? I actually did an entire podcast episode really early in my podcast journey where I give a full astrocartography reading to my guest. So that is going to be episode 11 if you want to go back and listen. But for now, for today, I'm going to be talking about astrocartography because, drum roll please, I just launched my astrocartography course. Why? How come I can't say that word? I mean, I say it literally three times a day and I somehow still stumble. It's it's a long one. You can also call it astrogeography, uh, astrocart. I'll do astrocart for now, just so, but not to, not to be confused with Instacart. Okay. Anyway, people have been asking me for years to come up with a course because it really is confusing. When you pull up your map and you're looking at your lines, it is just very complex and Everyone is just like, what are all of these lines and these glyphs and these colors? And it's on a map, so it makes it even more dynamic. (laughs) So even every time I give a reading to a client and we just have these beautiful, like uplifting conversations, they still are like, I get it now, but I would have never understood that if you didn't walk me through it. So (laughs) for the last three and a half years, I've been conceptualizing an astrocartography course, but I also wanted to get out birth chart biz and the transit course because those courses inform astrocartography. Because astrocartography is a little more of an advanced astrology modality, I really wanted to have the foundations of that course. So anyway, I'm going to talk all about astrocartography in this podcast episode. But if you are interested and want to jump on board the course, I actually am doing a very short course launch where you're going to get a discount. You can pay in full or it's actually a discounted payment plan for three months if you wanted to pay it off. I know times are very interesting right now. I also made the course very affordable so everyone can at least be able to be in the realm. (laughs) And the reason I did that is because I 
surveyed you. Well, a lot of you said a lot of different numbers, but I took the average median for what you wanted to invest in this course. And I do say investment. It's over four hours of lectures. You have a lot of really formative and magical information in there to change your life. Or if you want to give readings, change other people's lives. So I feel like it's really fair. And also, if you are just so new to this and it's confusing and you want to start at the beginning, which I highly recommend doing birth chart biz first because that's all about your natal chart, you can actually bundle birth chart biz and the transits course, which is very important too when you are looking at astrocartography. You want to know what time of year to travel, what time of year to relocate. <laughs> I cover that in the course. And then you get the astrocartography for 50% off if you bundle all three. And it's an insane deal. Okay, was that enough information? If you are confused or it was just like information overload, please go to the show notes. I will spell it all out there if you are more of a visual person. Let's get into the episode. Let's go. All right. So first, I just want to describe what astrocartography is. It's like having a cosmic GPS that guides you to places in the world that align you with your soul's purpose and your aspirations, your dreams. It helps you discover locations that can supercharge your career, your romantic relationships, your personal growth, your spiritual growth, and so much more. Actually, these are all the things that you can do with astrocartography. One, You can find your soul's home so you can discover a perfect place that resonates with your vibe and brings you a deep sense of belonging. You can also unleash your career magic so you can identify locations in the world that supercharge your professional growth and create super abundant opportunities. And then you can also boost love and relationships. You can find the cosmic hotspots where love thrives or connections deepen and where relationships can really ignite the spark. You can seek adventure and exploration so you can embark on thrilling journeys or destinations. You can nurture your own personal growth so you can align with places that amplify your personal development, your self-discovery, and your inner transformation. You can enhance your creativity. This is like one of my favorite things you can do. I have some clients that are like, I want to write a book or I'm feeling really creatively blocked. Like, where do I go? So astrocartography can tell you where you can find your creative genius. And also you don't have to actually travel to these places to get access of the lines. I'll get into that later. Can cultivate your health and well-being. So if you are healing from something or you want to promote more wellness or vitality in your body, we can find you a place that really aligns with those goals. Harmonizing family and relationships. You can identify locations that foster a connection and joyful experience with your loved ones or if you're starting a family or you're retiring. How about manifestation? You can use astrocartography to harness your energy to manifest your desires and co-create your dream reality. I mean, this is just the beginning of the iceberg. The most common ones are obviously career and money. And I think peace. A lot of my clients come to me to find peace, but then there's also a lot of them that want to come to me to find love. Or maybe they want to book a retreat and don't know where to go, where they're going to feel spiritually empowered. Or maybe they want to lead a retreat. Where's the best place I can go that can draw people into me so I can really hold space for others? So the possibilities are limitless. Now, it's hard without a visual, like showing you what it looks like. On Instagram and TikTok, I have visuals. But if you're wondering how it works, 
It takes your unique natal chart and then copies it and pastes it into the world. So you're going to see your sun, your Venus, your Saturn, all of your personal planets, they're going to be embodied in a physical place. Now, what's really interesting too about astrocartography is every single planet in your natal chart has a north, south, east, and west vibration. So you're going to feel a Venus line in four places. And you're going to feel a Saturn line in four places. So it's really unique and cool that it's not just limited to one space. And people ask, well, how long does it take to get results from astrocartography? It's immediate. (laughs) It is immediate. You really unlock these hidden potentials right away and gain insights to your chart and understand different influences. And because astrocartography is so specific to you, there is proof in the pudding. You can look back to past trips you've had or maybe places you've traveled to, drove drove by, had an interesting, unique experience, good or bad, and you can instantly look at the map and track, you know, did I have a line there? Was I in a weird place? Was it a Pluto? Was it a sun? Was it a moon? And then you learn more information and discover more about that. This is why astrocartography was so important for me personally, because my entire life, I've never felt connected to my hometown especially the city I was born, but just like around the area. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Detroit. I love Michigan. Like there's so many things that I would never ever take for granted about my childhood and my upbringing and the people I was surrounded by like in Michigan, like the the nicest people. However, I really struggled there and I had a really tough childhood and I still would struggle as an adult going back there. And it wasn't until I found my astrocartography line and said, oh my gosh, I am sitting on a Chiron. Chiron is the wounded healer. (laughs) And Chiron, as most of you know, who have you know, dealt with Chiron or understood it in your own natal chart, it's tough. No matter where it is, it's tough. So I realized that even though it's a deeply healing placement, and I probably developed my psychic gifts being on my Chiron for 24 years before I moved to Los Angeles and closer to my Jupiter line, very different vibrations. You know, I have not gone back there for a variety of and multitude of reasons that are more personal, but also that Chiron is tough. So, and it's not always going to be tough for everybody. Sometimes Chiron is deeply transformative for people in their birth chart, depending on how it's aspected. So that gets into my next question that people ask me. If I want to find love, do I just go to a Venus line? Or if I want to expand and grow, do I go to a Jupiter? So yes and no. You know, there's definitely a flare of that planet wherever you're going. You know, if you're going to a Venus line, you're going to expect, you know, beautiful aesthetics. You're going to expect to be calmer and maybe to be more in love with yourself or with others. However, if Venus in your natal chart is aspected harshly, or maybe it's more challenging, or maybe Venus is in a place where it's hidden, like the 12th house, (laughs) that's where mine is. But things like that do make a difference. So that's why when you're learning astrocartography, it's not just looking at the lines. It's also looking at the natal chart that informs it. And I think that's the biggest misconception because people will just look up you know, their lines and say like, oh, okay, there's a Saturn here. I don't want to go there. Or there's a Pluto there. But you have no idea that actually these places could get you to your career 
benchmark. Or these places could bring you love or healing or maybe some kind of manifestation you're you're craving. But it's because you're learning the clues from the natal chart. And that is the biggest thing I stress. It is important to understand how the planets work with you before you realize how they work out in the world. People also ask, is astrocartography only for people who want to travel? You know, what if I'm happy staying where I am? What if I'm a homebody? What if I don't you know, want to go around the world? What if I'm scared? Or what if I don't love flying? Well, astrocartography benefits everyone, every single person, whether you are globe trotting around the world, or you're rooted in one single place. So you can access your astrocartography lines just from sitting on your couch, watching TV, or hanging out at home, because astrocartography is so dynamic. And I see this in client sessions all the time and they don't even realize it. They're not even cognizant of it. You know, they're sitting in Maine, you know, and they're saying, I I don't feel like I have a lot of career growth here and I don't really know what I'm doing. And I say, okay, well, you know, you have a lot of stuff in Austin that's really good for career. And I see Texas and Dallas is actually really fruitful. And then they realize, oh gosh, you know, my my main client is from that area. And that's actually where I get most of my orders from. (laughs) So I'm like, wait, you're using astrocartography, even when you're sitting in your hometown where there might not be any lines, or maybe there are lines, but you can still access that. And I actually talk, I, I give 25 ways in the course of how to, but you can buy textiles from an area. You can eat the food and the cuisine. Like maybe you have really good lines in Thailand. Maybe you're really into Thai spices and different aromas of that culture. Or maybe you have lines in India and you want to explore meditation. Or you have lines in Brazil and maybe your best friend is from Brazil. That's actually my example. (laughs) It's so funny. I found out that my best friend is from this little hometown in Brazil, like west of Rio, right? And I had a line, my sun line goes right through there. And then when I looked at her astrocartography line, I realized where my hometown was, was where her sun line went through. So you can actually attract opportunities and attract more abundance into your life through accessing the lines, even when you're remote. So I don't want you to feel limited to astrocartography just because you're maybe not in a space where you can travel the world right now. You can do so many things that bring those lines to you. Or if you're in a neutral place, maybe you don't have any lines where you are right now. That's even better. You can choose and cultivate your life based on the energies you bring in through these lines. Now, of course, you want to be a little more intentional with it. It's not as easy, but it can be so, so, so successful for you. And that's why I really like to tell people to incorporate their lines in a day-to-day basis. Even if it means like buying something from that area and having it shipped to you to have in your home or on your desk, that'll remind you of that Venus line, that Jupiter, maybe your sun or your moon or your Neptune. And those things really do impact you day to day. That's why I tried to buy souvenirs whenever I go on like a North Node line. I brought like magnets from France. Like it doesn't have to be anything expensive, right? Like I have 
<laughs> magnets from Nice. I could have bought a billion different things, but I didn't. <laughs> and then, you know, I bought these like really beautiful chopsticks from Japan, my Neptune and my Moonline. So when I'm making, you know, sushi or poke bowls or things that remind me of Japanese culture, I'm instantly brought back to those lines. So that is also such an interesting and unique way that you can bring the lines to you to up-level your life. I'm going to answer a few questions that you all asked me on Instagram. So a chart I saw has a place where all the lines converge. What's it like to visit that location? Well, it can be intense for some people where they have maybe like two or three lines intersecting, but it all depends on what planets there are. Sometimes it can actually indicate a past life connection to that area, but sometimes it can just be random when all the lines go like in and out of places. Now, all of us will have like a crazy amount of lines that are either north and south where all the lines intersect. So a lot of times I see this in like Canada or Russia or Greenland. And those are just the the way that the, the maps uh, display the lines intersecting. But if you have, let's say, Argentina or Costa Rica or something in like Central South America where all the lines kind of cross, it depends on what time of life, but it would be something that you'd have to explore because it could be really intense or just tense in general. There could just be friction in this area because all the lines are trying to like communicate. It's 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 kind of similar to when you have a stellium in your birth chart where all of the planets are trying to talk to each other, but they're kind of the same, but also they're kind of different. They have their different personalities uh, or these places places can be deeply healing and transformative. You might have an insanely memorable time on this line or have an experience that really feeds your soul. It just depends on what planets are there and how those are being aspected in your natal chart. Jenna asked, I'm curious to know about how different phases in your life impact your travels. This is really fascinating because I have really noticed when transits will call me to travel. The very first time I ever did an international trip was when Jupiter went over my ninth house which literally rules long distance airplane travel. So Jupiter transits have a lot. Uh, You know, if someone has more like mutable signs in their chart, they're going to be more drawn to travel more often. But transits are definitely something to look at. And also people are called to travel when they're in major transitions in general, like maybe they leave a job and want to go to a new job, or maybe they leave a relationship, you're kind of just called to a new place to shake up energy. So I always recommend if you are in the in between and you're like, not really sure what you want to do, but you're bored and you're feeling stagnant, I always recommend going to a Uranus placement because Uranus is the planet that's going to liberate anything that feels stuck or stagnant. So I always will say like if someone comes to me after a divorce or they just quit their job of 30 years, I'll be like, hey, you want some adventure? You want some fun? Let's draw you to a Uranus. Now, obviously, again, it depends on what it looks like in their chart, but it can still be a very interesting experience to kind of rock you back into place. Now, if you're wanting to go through something a little more, I would say like, 
relaxing, definitely go towards a North Node line or a Jupiter line. Uh, Jupiter, even if Jupiter, it maybe has like a harsh square in your chart, maybe a square to Pluto or something like that. Jupiter is still going to be baseline pretty chill for majority of people. So definitely want to be looking at the transitions and the transits of your chart, the time of year that you're traveling. Like, and obviously like, you know, if you're traveling during a Mercury retrograde, just, you know, make sure your passport's in all your pockets and make sure you're looking for delays or you have your bus ticket, you know, things like that are really funky when traveling, but always leave for a good story. The best place, Tori asked, to have a creative retreat. So if I was in a client session with you, Tori, I would ask like what your personal goals were for the creative retreat. Is it for you to create something or is it for you to get out of a rut or are you wanting to host a creative retreat? So these are all things that you'd want to get deeper in your in your chart. But I'd always look to the fifth house for creativity. Are there any planets in the fifth house? If there are planets in the fifth house, those are good planets to go to in astrocartography. But also sun lines in general, and this is just very general speaking, because again, I'm not looking at a chart. You're going to hear me say this over and over again, because it's so important. But sun lines are really good for creativity. Neptune can be too on a different level. But I think sun lines can really get people back into a confident place. So I would look towards a sun or a Neptune line if you're thinking about getting creative. Shauna asked, I'm curious about your thoughts on karma being born on a Saturn line. Okay, so I shared my personal story of being born on a Chiron. Yeah, basically, it's tough to be born on a Pluto, a Saturn, or a Chiron, or a Mars. I'll just say that on a base level. Now, a lot of times, wherever you are born, whatever line you're closest to on your hometown, you kind of carry that energy through with you your entire life because it's being aspected in your natal chart in a positive or negative way. So being born on those lines, it it definitely just makes you stronger as a human being. (laughs) But also you don't have to carry that burden with you. You can get off that line or move to a line that's easier, or you can use astrocartography to bring lines to you, kind of like I mentioned. But if you are born on those lines and you continue to lean into the high vibration, those lines can be super beneficial for you. You carry it almost like a badge of honor. Like it sucked living on my Chiron for 24 years, but now I'm an out out of the closet psychic, you know, like I wear my psychic gifts loud and proud. And I wonder what my life would be like if I didn't have that. Would I still have to conquer the darkness to get to the lightness to be a healer? I don't know. So if you were born on a Saturn line, just what you asked me, it has a lot to do with the duty and responsibility to yourself. And are you cutting corners? Are you truly listening to the call of your soul and working towards that every day? So Saturn has a high and a low vibration. And this is something I cover in the course in great detail. Just because a Pluto line is quote unquote malefic doesn't mean it's going to feel that way to you or a Saturn line, for example. Everyone is going to feel different. But just like every single planet vibration in the natal chart, It's the same with astrocartography. 
there is a high and a low. A mercury, for example, you know, if you're traveling to a mercury line, you could feel really buzzy and light and connected and active and go on bike rides and talk to people and meet new people in town. But on a low vibration of mercury, you can be a hot mess. You can feel super panicked. You can feel that anxiety just really tight on your nervous system, or you might you know, have technology or communication failures. So it just depends on your transits and it also depends on how it's aspected in your chart. But again, if you're just looking at the general planet, know that there is a high and a low and it's your choice. Oh, I know it sucks. It sucks, but we have to just accept the responsibility. It's your choice to decide if it's going to be a glass half full or a glass half empty. And sometimes it just is a roll of the dice on which vibration it's going to be that day. But it's really important to log your experiences in these areas. So if you do have to travel to them again, or maybe you're traveling on a Saturn line in a different part of the world, you know how to access that line with true compassion for yourself and compassion for that experience. Someone asked, can you tell me why images of an English countryside make me feel so homesick? I've never even been there. Yes, I mean, two things. One, you probably had a past life there, so you're feeling really connected to it. And two, you probably have some sort of IC line because there's four different angles, the north, south, east, and west. And an IC line has a lot to do with home or roots or feeling really connected to spot or this place. This is also how you can still access the line without ever traveling there. So I have a very similar story. I was always connected to France. I wanted to study French growing up and I'm from Michigan. Like there's not a whole big French influence there. I mean, of course we have Canada and Montreal, but that was, you know, like 14 hours away from where I lived. And I always just really loved like French people and French culture and French food and looking at France and pictures of France brought me so much peace. And it's because I have a Venus and a North Node line intersecting in the south of France. So again, listen to your poles to places in the world. I see this time and time again with clients. Like I've always my entire life wanted to go to India or Nepal, or I've wanted to go to the Great Wall of China, or I wanted to go to Australia. And they have lines there that are so significant and you just can't make it up. It's the most sense anything's ever made. So that's probably why you feel called there. And I would invite you to explore what that means in your chart. Last question, because I could just blab on all day. If I want peace, what line do I want to live by? Oh, peace. Doesn't everyone want a little peace? Uh, this, I would say, your your highest vibration in your chart and what's so significant to you as a human being is your rising sign. That is the sign on the Eastern horizon when you were born. And it really truly is who you are deep down and it's your aspiration in life. So I would look to the planet or your chart ruler of your rising sign. So for example, I'm a cancer rising and so I'm led by the moon. So what brings me peace or brings me to a homeostasis place, you know, a place of just like balanced, balanced energy 
is a moon line and I've traveled to them many times. They're very comforting and calming to me in my chart. So I would say go to the place where your rising sign chart ruler is. But honestly, on on just like a random note, moon lines are very comforting and calming. <laughs> so maybe it's just a moon line vibration. But again, just really thinking about what brings you peace. And even astrocartography aside, you know, does the water bring you peace? Do you have a lot of water in your chart? Or are you fiery? Maybe you want to go someplace sunny or warm. Do you have a lot of earth in your chart? Maybe you want to go someplace where you can trek and be in nature and go camping or hike or just see beautiful scenery. And maybe you have air. Maybe you want to connect to people on a deeper level. You want to be stimulated. You want to be active. You want to learn. You want to go to museums. You want to immerse yourself in the culture. So all of that is really important to ask yourself first, what brings me peace? And then you can, I guess, align places in your chart, but also align places in the world that are going to match that frequency and vibration of peace to you. It's so hard to wrap it up when this is my favorite topic and I could talk about it forever, but I do want to invite you to join me in the course or to look at your own map. It's free online. You can check it out. And of course, if you have any other questions, you can email me astro at spiritsys.com on Instagram, spirit underscore sis, my website, spiritsys.com or TikTok, spiritsys. And please, please, please make sure to look at the show notes. If you want to jump on, the launch discount is ending at midnight on Sunday, June 25th. I cannot freaking wait to share this with you. And thank you for being here with me, of course. Have a beautiful summer and happy summer solstice. Till next time. Bye-bye.